Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hi, everybody. Hey, thanks for taking the time to join us, whether you're sitting at home on your desk, at your desk, or whether you're uh, on the ride to work or home from work. Thanks for taking the time to listen in. Um, I'm here with Desmond Frey. Uh, we've had a great uh, few days, both as the Harvest Net International Summit was Wednesday through through Friday, but then also kind of spilling over into our weekend services. And Desmond actually had the uh, weekend service for the Sunday morning service. I think most of you know Desmond. He serves as the pastor of internationals at Bukeg Church in Zurich, Switzerland. And we have um, a growing brotherhood together, both as congregations, but also personally as <laughs> yes. well. And it's great. What we've been doing in this time in our um, uh, podcast is we're reflecting a little bit uh, when it comes to the weekend services and what's been happening and speaking into that a little bit as well. The problem is and man, so much has gone on this past weekend that it's a little bit overwhelming to process. Um, and we'll yeah. tell you a couple of stories in just a moment. But uh, just coming off of the service that we had on Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I wanted to mention, you, know, you, you um, made this kind of unique statement that says, you said, um, you know, if you're in some place and there's a limitation when it comes to a sign, like don't cross this line or it's dangerous beyond this point or yep. whatever situation that might be, uh, and it bothers you. And so it seems like there is something that's natural in human, um, on our human condition, that when it says don't touch, wet yeah. paint, <laughs> whatever it is, yeah. you got to touch it to figure out. <laughs> uh, Adam and Eve, you know, when God spoke to them and said, you can have everything you want, but just stay away from the, that tree there. And that's what, oh, I never even noticed that tree until you said I can't have it. Yeah. But there's something about limitations that cause us to want to push beyond that. Yeah. You mentioned it's there for our, for our own good. Yeah. I think it definitely is. Um, you know, there's, I mean, guidelines in marriage, there's guidelines at our work, there's guidelines in all these different places where we serve and live. And um, in ignoring those, um, we get into danger. I may not like the speed limit all the time, you know, but it's there for my protection. It's there for the protection of those around me. Um, and if I take the law into my own hands, it's a, it's a, it's a basically lawlessness, yeah, you know. It is. Um, and so I'm thinking when it comes to church, uh, so many people I've learned in the church, you know, they teach me, Pastor, teach me, but don't correct me. Yeah. You know, the moment you tell me something that I'm not doing right, then I should go ahead and, you know, change that or, or yeah. you know, then it's like, ah, it's getting a little bit too close, you yeah. know. And that's kind of what the principle is in that, you know, we, we, we test... And, and usually when the sign happens in, in the story that I gave, you know, you fall off the cliff. It takes a few steps, you know, until you fall mm-hmm. off. So you, you can attest a little more and a little more, and you keep pushing. And I think sometimes we frustrate God's grace yeah. in that, that we kind of see how much can we do. And it goes back to, you know, how far away from sin can I be or how close to sin can I be before right. it's called sin? Right. And it is kind of in our nature, you're right. And I think that's why when we can just accept and say, hey, I've given my life to Jesus. It's no longer I that live. You know, um, I don't belong to myself. You know, And so once we have that kind of a mindset, it's much easier to yeah. accept the sign yeah. uh, than when we're still processing that, that growth in our lives. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those things where you think about... Um the scripture that God's given us is not a, is not suggestions. Yeah, you know, He's actually asking us to follow through. <laughs> That's right. And the great thing about being a follower of Jesus Christ is, He never gives you a direction that He won't also give you the strength to do it. 
True. So even when it comes to think, like we know that he needs, he wants us to act a certain way or behave a certain way, love our enemies, you know, speak well of those who even persecute us, bless those who curse right. us. And we think in advance that, okay, I can't do that. But yeah. when you make a decision to say, I will, in the moment of the decision of this is what I'm going to do, regardless of how much it costs me or how much, how difficult yeah. it is, the grace is there to actually accomplish yeah. that. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, even, you know, in marriage, um, and I talk to marriages a lot through our, our uh, marriage seminar, um, you have grace for today, mm-hmm. you know, and you can make some plans and some principles that you, you can live by, but the situations is going to be daily that you have a choice to do it right. Yep. Um, and in the moment, you know, if you, if you don't know what the tool sets are, if you don't know um, what's going to be the tipping point, uh, and if you haven't got that knowledge, and I love what um, Paul says in Ephesians, the first chapter especially, you know, he says to know this and knowing that, and he goes through about, I don't know, 15, 20 times when he says no knowledge. Um, and he was one of the most scholared and, 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 and you know, accomplished um, theologians and uh, students of the word and different things. And so I think the Holy Spirit was able to draw from that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then help him to put it into practice. And I think the same thing with us. If we do not study the word, if we are not regularly in church or a small group or have a, a quiet time or read the word, we, we're not filling up that yeah. scale, I can say, that yep. tips more on the side of, okay, I'm going to be okay today. Because when the moment comes, it's like, okay, here's a temptation. Let me read three chapters quickly. You know, yeah. That is not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> it's too late. So let's deposit it so yeah. when we do need it, it's there. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit can bring it out and you know, yep. draw from that. So, yeah, I think it's a, a huge thing to make sure that we equip ourselves, we're ready, yeah. you know, and, um, yeah, and we embrace life full on with that. Well, I'm not sure exactly what life is like in, in Switzerland, in Germany. Uh, but in the United States, uh, we're a very individualistic culture. And, you know, we want to be self-made people. Like, we want to do it our way, that kind of stuff. It's all part of the American culture. Mm. But that's not biblical. Uh, the yeah. Christian life is an individual decision that we make to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. But that life is lived out with others. And so one of the illustrations you gave today as well, like when you're planting a new tree... Mm-hmm. that you put a stick alongside of it. That is, you can drive into the ground. The stick holds it straight so it can get rooted and established right. in it. And I think I thought of this verse from Colossians chapter 2, verse um, verse 6 it is, 5 it is. No, it is 6, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, so walk in Him, mm-hmm. rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. I love that that image of being rooted. <clears throat> and you think about um, you know, trees in a forest where they'll actually intertwine their root system, where they're standing as yeah. individual trees, but under the ground, like they're connected with one another. So when strong winds come, they aren't getting blown over. And I feel like we miss that a lot. Yeah. I, I, appreciated, I appreciated what you did on Sunday when it came to the message that you emphasized like the importance of being together, being with others, and yeah. the refining of our character that comes in relationship with others. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm such a fan of local church. I think it's really that's what Jesus says. I'm going to build it. You know, uh, and whatever Jesus is building, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, especially that scripture in Colossians. Um, I often use it in context with you know Ephesians when it says um, that you know in in receiving the Lord, it's a it's a gift. It's not by works um, through grace by faith. 
And then as you have received him, so walk in him. So that right. same, you know, by faith, you know, yep. grace and faith, that's how I live. So yep. the way I receive Jesus, that's the way I'm going to walk and live my life. Yep. And I think that really the church is the training ground for living by faith. That's a training ground for um, uh, exercising our gift. That's why I love what's happened over the weekend where people had a chance to exercise their gift, right, yeah. you know, their callings. Um, even some of the conversations of um, couples that are doing some kind of a ministry outside of the church, but they're saying the church is the covering. Yeah. So yeah. you can, as a pastor, you know, you can kind of, like walking a dog, you can let the leash go a little further, you know, <laughs> but they're still on the leash. You yeah, can pull yeah. them back whenever you want to. Yeah. But they have a sense of like, okay, I can I can go a little further. And I think that safety and security is what the church provides. Yes. And it's the covering, it's the anointing of the house. I've seen so many who just say, okay, I got a call and I received this and Jesus said, and they go out and they step away from that that covering, that anointing from the house, you know, and yeah, then they step yeah. out there and they have nothing. And suddenly it doesn't work the way it worked before. Exactly. And it, it's, I don't know. <clears throat> It's a bit of a phenomenon because um, it's hard sometimes to explain, explain it in words, but I've seen it so often. You know, people go through tragedy in life. People have kids, and I mean, life in general just happens. And doing it, like Colossians says, you know, by grace through faith, I can I can do that so much better with yeah. people around me. Yeah. Uh, so much more effective, and the chances that I'm going to fall on my face are, are just almost none. Yeah, you know, if I do it, if you have it in the church you. and the people, yep. exactly. Yep, and it's a family. It's that's you know, it's not the laws and the rules. Um, yeah. It is. It is the strengthening of. Yeah, it takes a village to raise a child. That's exactly right. Yeah, I uh, I do love the church. I've lived my Christian life within the church. It's interesting for me, even reflecting back when I committed my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And wanted to serve Jesus, it was serving the church. Like I, I don't, I wonder sometimes, like how now I how I reasoned that. Yeah. That the way you serve Jesus is by serving His church. Yeah. And I do love the church, even this one specifically. Yeah. And people would say, "Well, you love the church because you're the pastor," and I would say, "Well, maybe I'm the pastor because I love the church." <laughs> one <laughs> yeah. came before the other. I don't yeah. know. We'll leave that up to the Lord. <laughs> but I do want to take a few moments and just kind of reflect on the weekend. Uh, one of the things we've been doing is following up on just some things that we've seen over the weekend in the services, and uh, way too many stories to even share. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Sunday, in our pre-service prayer meeting, I was talking with the folks that had gathered for pre-service prayer, and I said, you know what? You all are scaring me. Yeah. With the level of faith and the level of, well, I have this impression, doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm going to step out and see what right. happens. and. And uh, so I'll share a couple of those stories because I, I see folks taking a step like significantly and I think, wow, I'm not even sure that I would have the yeah. confidence to do yeah. that. Yeah. So one of those on Saturday night was, and I, I don't have like permission to say specific names, so I'm going to be very careful about that. <laughs> but one man came to the front and he felt he had a word of knowledge. And again, reflecting on what a word of knowledge is, the word of knowledge is similar to prophetic gift. But while the prophetic gift does not necessarily have like a time frame on it, yeah. the word of knowledge actually does have a time frame. It's what God is doing right now in this moment. Mm -hmm. And so one gentleman came to the front, he had a word of knowledge, and the word of knowledge was a specific name. That was it. Like it wasn't some, and it was a very like first name and last name. Yep. I heard that. I remember and, that. And uh, I thought, wow, okay, friend, you go. And, it, and, and the, the man who gave the, that word would say like, hey, this is kind of all new to me. This new experience. I'm just... Like, by faith, this is a safe place. I'm going to give it a try. 
So in my mind, I'm thinking like, I'm going to keep an eye on over there to see if someone comes up with that name. And so I'm uh, in a different part of the auditorium with kind of an eye back over there regularly. And I see a family go up there. Okay. And the family I know has the last name that okay. they called up, but not the first name. Okay. So I go up there and I'm saying, okay, is there a middle name? Like, does this name fit in here someplace? Right. And it did not. But the first name that was given rhymed with the first name yeah. of the husband of the family. That okay. <laughs> wow. And they have a son who's looking at surgery next month, like a wow. little boy, four or five years old. Yes, yes. He's looking at surgery next month. And so <clears throat> I thought, okay, well, it rhymes. It's very close. It's got our similar last name. Uh, the first mm. name of the, ma- of the name that was given is the first letter of the name of the boy that's going to have surgery. Yeah. Close enough, man. I'm, wow. I'm a, but what's, what's amazing to me and what is a blessing to me as a pastor is this yeah. guy in his insecurity said, I'm just going to step in faith that's and, right. and see that. And that's when you see things happen. Yeah. As well as the family that responded and just the, like, I'm going to take this step and I'm going to go forward. And, and that's the environment that's safe that you can take those kind of risks that you yeah. actually just see God. Yeah. And that's the church. That's what it that provides. Is church. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, just before I walked in here, um, this um, family stopped me and had a little baby. And yeah. they, they said, you know, last year when we were here in November, Sandy was with me. And, um, and we felt in our hearts to pray for people that were struggling to fall pregnant. And I think it was a bunch of people that came up. And so the beautiful thing is this family comes up and has this little baby in their arm, you know, and said he's now, you know, 12 months old, basically, he's a year old. No, sorry, he's three years, three months old, thank you. So in other words, three, nine, <laughs> this yeah, right. happened That's way right. back. Do the math, right. Do the math, right, exactly. <laughs> it happened when we prayed, you know, then, uh, and I thought it's just so wonderful. Again, that was an impression. Yeah. It was the Holy Spirit to try yeah. and, you know, build faith within the people. They respond to that word, <clears throat> and look what God can do. Just beautiful. It's amazing. I love the church. It's always, yeah, right. it's always something happening. I love the Lord and uh, what He does. And, uh, you know, I, I think you know, we have a good time talking about these. And there's, there's dozens of stories from this past oh, weekend. Yeah. But we have a good time talking about a couple of them. I sometimes wonder what emotion God has as He, as he observes us <clears throat> stepping into it. Oh. And I think of the passage in Luke in which Jesus sends His disciples out. And they go out and they come back and say, man... And you can tell almost like as you read their excitement. <laughs> yeah. Man, the demons submit to us. We're seeing all this stuff happen. <laughs> and the Gospel of Luke retor- re- records that Jesus laughed. Yeah. Like, yes. and he, re- he laughed not laughing at them, but laughed yeah. and rejoicing in coming into a greater fullness Absolutely. of, of um, what God has for us. And that's the joy of being a pastor. You know, when you, when you can do life with people and you yep. can go through these things and you can see them stepping out. But, you know, I, I think one of the most beautiful things is it's it stepping out into their destiny. You know, yes. they all have issues and troubles and shortages and things that are working out, whatever else. But you can focus on that, you know, and, yeah. and be miserable. Yeah. And it drains you from your strength and your faith. Or you can focus on how can I help somebody else? How right. can I serve somebody else? And uh, I mean, this happens all the time with Sandy and me. We're sitting in a restaurant, you know, and then there's a couple at a table somewhere, and she looks at me, and I look at her, and we both knew, okay, that's it. We're going to pay for that lunch over there. And um, and it's just a little note, you know, God loves you, and and that's. But I mean, that is something you can practice. Yeah. And you get more confident with it, and to practice it inside the church, then you can go outside the church. That's why. And that's really where I think the rubber hits the road. Exactly right. (laughs) Hey, well, I want to say thank you for joining us for these handful of minutes together. I hope you're having a great week. 
and I hope the rest of your week is blessed. You know, we've taken, we're in this message series that we called You Asked For It, and you guys have not been nice to us because you've asked very difficult questions, <laughs> and you've really sent us to work to accomplish a few things. And so we've been in that for four weeks. We've stepped out for this weekend, stepping back into it next weekend. So we'll look forward to seeing you then. Take care. God bless. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Community